So wow, amazing. So I am Rising Phoenix Aurora. Repeat that. I didn't record the first time. <laughs> and it is such an honor to be here with you. Thank you for being with me every Friday live 1 p.m. Central Time, whether it's on Rumble and YouTube. Today, I felt that we needed to be on Rumble just because uh, I don't feel that, of course, nothing is a coincidence. Um, turns out that, you know, last time we spoke, um, Ben Harris, the fear guy, who will introduce himself in a minute, um, I was on his podcast and he, it was the day after, and I could feel the energy in the collective and it was really, really dense um, and upsetting. And I think a lot of people were in fear too, right? Um, so a lot of what we'll be talking about today and ensuring that fear does not become paralyzing and takes control over us. Um, so yeah, I remember back then it was the day after, uh, well, we were uncensored, so we could say Biden. <laughs> Biden had gotten himself, uh, I guess, um, into uh, become being the president, if if you could call it that. But yeah, so there was a lot of fear, actually, again, so divinely planned, a lot of fear on Earth. And, and um, you know, the, you focus on the fear, you know, you call you call you yeah. are known by the fear guy. So that's so that was so powerful. I think that we got together then. And then here we are in a time and space where we're coming into the year where you know there's going to be some distractions coming up and we need to figure out how to not allow the fear to take over us and how to really just um you balance cleanse heal with it and not allow for it to become our world mm -hmm. so yeah why don't you say hi and then we'll, we'll chat some more for sure. thank you Thanks, thank you for Laura. being here with me and it's such an honor having you here absolutely <laughs> thank you for having me and i'm stoked to you know meet everybody thank you for being here and investing your time with us whether it's live or you know watching the recording it's cool to i mean this isn't you know a quote-unquote normal thing to do so i just want to give you all a shout out for being here with us and yeah like i call myself the fear guy and a lot of people say like well why aren't you like the freedom guy or why aren't you like the love guy or something like that it's like and that's the actual point that's why i do do that is because it's like we're actually fear needs to be named and not shamed, right? Fear needs to be like, you've got to see it, you've got to love on it, you've got to befriend it. But most of us were taught how to run from it and how to avoid it because we think fear is evil, we think it's wrong, we think it's weakness, whatever story we have. And so my mission on this planet is to, you know, show people how to love their fear and to accept that part of themselves because usually the thing that you're afraid of doing is the thing that you should be doing. And so it's, not using fear as something to run from, but something to lean into. And I believe that fear is love in disguise. And so it's really just, you know, a hurt, misguided part of you. And of course, there's different fear of the planet and the collective and those types of things. But my job is to really help people like, um, which I imagine a lot of people here, like, accept their calling on earth. Because I mean, when you're doing stuff like this and you're talking about topics like this and you're sharing these things like this, there's a lot of fear of, you know, rejection, judgment, alienation, uh, you know, so many different things that come along with that. So it's like just is in my heart service to like hold the space and lead by example and help people do like do the thing that they were put on earth to do because we all need that more and more and more and more. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Your words were very powerful. Um, and yeah, so a lot of actually what I focus on is actually a, a lot 
similar to what you're doing because I am talking about those topics that many fear or run away yep. or you know kind of like push to the side and they don't want to face and act like they're not it's not there so but but you know I'm known for bringing forth these things that we are fearful of so that with love so that we can then you know start to alchemize the fear and really just assisting the collective everyone who's here every Friday or whether or listening to later um there's just a, such a big part of helping the world constantly shift and holding space like you were talking about and shifting timelines so that we could walk the world both individually shift. and collectively um you know organic timelines so 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 important and um we also have gina you are you guys she's in chat she's watching over chat for us and if you guys have any questions um i know that you are a life coach as well right um ben and so yeah add your questions there and we'd love to answer your questions as well um but thank you incredible now um with that so so tell me maybe some main practices like I could talk about fear for a long time, <laughs> but you know, um, maybe I'll start it off a little bit like, okay, well, fear, where's fear found, right? Because a lot of what I do, the work I do, right, like entity removal, like helping people mm -hmm. like reach their heart so that they could vibrate high enough to remove these densities and heal past life trauma, current life, you know, trauma. But I know what feels like, right? What fear feels like. Everyone yeah. feels has felt fear at some point in their life. And and the minute it, it takes it, you allow for it to start kind of like um being in charge of yourself, whether it's mentally, physically, in whatever way it has entered. Um it does feel like the whole body responses to it, the brain responses to it, of course, and it's just a such a low vibration. And it it really paralyzes us. So, you know, we can choose to either allow ourselves to become paralyzed and kind of like freeze in that moment, or we can choose to take action, but reading the situation to then to take action. Um, so really learning how to not allow fear to become the, the density within us to maintain us stuck in a lower vibration and to vibrate higher. And I think um, you represent a lot of this uh, divine masculine, I feel, um, that are in their hearts on earth and are really, um, you know, tackling on and, and transmuting and alchemizing into love, the fear. So I'm very thankful for you and your role. So I'm thankful for that. Thank you. Um, and, you know, yeah, just really representing that, like how fear does not need to you know, be control of our lives. But one of the other things that besides fear, it's like you start thinking about like when you're in fear, like all these sorts of negative things are happening. Like you're, you start thinking of all like the different negative outcomes that could happen. And then you don't realize at that point, your energy is vibrating so low that at that point you have, you're actually a, a more of a matching vibration to the lower densities, like the entities are concept artificial intelligence I talk about. So then you have all these like negative um, inverted kind of radio frequencies that are coming into your consciousness and telling you all these things. And then it, they amplify the ego. <laughs> so much happens in the body and it's like, you can continue to like, and you, and then you could get stuck there for some time. Like if mm -hmm. you don't get yourself moving out from the fear, you can just, you know, you know, what happens? We like start shaking, our stomach starts hurting, could barely breathe, you know, we start hyperventilating, <laughs> you call it anxiety attack or whatever. Um, and it's just crazy to see as you as like human bodies like how we go through all these emotions and 
it's okay sometimes to feel fear, but to realize that in that moment, not to let it like really control us, like all the examples I just gave, but to instead step into, okay, hold on. Um, I'm going to transmute that using whatever you're going to use, like alchemy, symbols, phoenix fire, source flame, what I teach, and then change that very, very quickly. And then it's like also too, like, okay, so what happened? Even if you were just in there for like a couple seconds in fear, you need to understand that I channeled Nikola Tesla, which was incredible. And he talked about the brain during this channeling. So then we need to also go back. So after we get out of fear, we need to go back and then also transmute what those thoughts were that happened while we were in fear that were paralyzing. Because then you need to delete those thoughts, you could say, because um, because we're so powerful creator beings that create so much with our thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I will let you talk now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like there's so much of that, <clears throat> excuse me, that I resonate with. And it's like, if you just even look at it, to me, I look at, like all the teachings are basically just the same thing right so that's what they want to say energetic emotional biological to me it's just a different way of describing the same thing from a different lens and so even if you were to look at the biological aspect of it which is you know fear is very much you know a a frequency and a spiritual what could you call it saboteur (laughs) if you if you want but also just at the at the core of like every human is going to feel fear, right? Is because biologically speaking, it's like you don't want to die. And that's why it's the most controlling along with like shame and guilt. But fear is like directly tied to your survival as a human. Because and what I believe is and is fear is the anticipation of pain. So it's very manipulative because fear is like what Aurora was saying of like, it starts to look for all these bad things happening. Fear's job is just essentially to protect you from something bad happening. It's it's to prevent you from being hurt. And so whether that's physically, right, which we all have past lives of probably that happening. So that's influencing you now. But also just like in this moment of like rejection hurts, failure hurts, even just being seen and having the visibility and people attacking you, leaving comments or your family supposedly rejecting and leaving you. Like there's so many potential quote unquote bad outcomes that can happen. So that's fear's job is to essentially project into the future and say like, okay, well, I don't want these things to happen because they probably happened in the past or I've seen them happen to someone else. And so it's like, of course, I don't want those things to happen. But like what Aurora said too, is like once you step into that frequency or that state of being is you actually start to attract those things. As like, I work with clients all the time where it's like, for example, like I was just talking to someone like today, like, and they were afraid of like, well, I'm afraid of being seen. Right. And it's like, well, is then you're actually going to attract the exact thing that you don't want. Like, so a simple example is like, if I have a, you know, nine to five corporate job and I'm afraid of going for the promotion because I don't want to be rejected and turned down and feel embarrassed, what do I do? I therefore don't go for the promotion and I reject myself. And we don't realize that we're actually creating the exact circumstance that we don't want to have happen. So fear is creating the exact same thing that you don't want. So the same outcome that it's like 
please, please, like, I don't want this thing to happen. That would just be so bad. If you act out of a fearful frequency, you're going to create that thing. So it's just like, it's just, it's physics, it's logic, it's energetics, it's frequency, it's all of, it's all of it combined. It's all the same thing. And so for me is like, my whole job of like alchemizing fear is to love fear. And so it's not like the more you avoid your fear, the more you fight it is the stronger it's going to become. So it seems counterintuitive of like, okay, like I need to fight my fear with more fear. I need to actually kill my fear or eradicate it. That's actually, you're just trying to put out a flame with more fire and that doesn't work. And so you have to bring your love and your heart into it and understanding and sitting with it and listening to it. And that's when I've seen just complete, that's where I just see it melt. I see it dissolve. And so like, yeah, I'm completely with you, Aurora. Like that's, like what I see, I've just seen so many times. And I just wanted to add to that of like, a lot of people demonize fear for a good reason. Like we see it, for, like you see it on the news, how it manipulates people. And you see it in everyday life of like, people like to blame fear for everything. But it's like, it's just another broken part of ourselves that we need to accept and to honor and to listen to and to heal and to bring, to make whole again, to remember or else it's just going to keep wreaking havoc and chaos in your life. And so it's very convincing though. I get it. It's, it's, it doesn't make like what I said, it's intuitive. Fear is an energy that's, you know, to help ensure our survival, the feeling and energy of fear is like, stay away. It's very repelling. It's because it's like, I don't want to go there because I'll die or I'll get hurt. But it's like, you have to go to that place or else you'll never be as free as you want. And so, you know, I believe that fear reveals where you're not free. And so if you want to be free, if you want to be more whole, if you want to be at peace and more joyful and in your heart, then you actually go to the places where you're afraid and those present the opportunities for you to become more whole and free again. Yes, absolutely beautiful. I love that you explained um, how fear is directly linked to not wanting pain. That is major because, um, you know, there's so many, you know, scenarios that can happen on earth that can bring forth pain. Yeah. And that is what then paralyzes us in fear, yep. specifically the not wanting pain. Um, and just it's just um so like i work with you know children sometimes too i work with mm -hmm. adults and children and some of these children are really quite incredible like they're so gifted uh, i was working with this um, little girl recently who is um a seer so mm -hmm. this little girl will have dreams of the day and what's about to happen so in one of her um her dreams something bad was going to happen so um she didn't want that to happen and but she she instead of say like trying to change the outcome she went automatically into crying paralyzed freaking mm -hmm. out you know like paralyzed by fear so when i was uh, working with the little girl i explained to her well you know the whole point of you having for example you know you could see into the future of your day and which is really you're just kind of like you know there's no time so you're just seeing what's about to happen 
And what you're meant to do is actually change the outcome. So in the dream, you, the little girl was crying and paralyzed and freaking out, right? Mm-hmm. And then something ha- bad, bad happened, right? So what you were supposed to do is change that and not go into the crying and the fear, but the fact that she knew that it was about to happen put her into that fear and crying. Yep. Um, so also like, you know, I think it really involves like a lot of the children on earth really need... Um, direction and support for their own fear because they're also taking on like their own parents fear their parents you know whoever they're interacting their teachers and and um it's just incredible i think um the more that we can provide like services or any kind of video for parents to to talk to their children about fear but anyways at that point that the child understood that um that the whole purpose to that was it was trying to warn her, don't do this, change the outcome if you transform that into not, say, freaking out like that. Um, I love that, and which is cool. I love that example. Are you maybe not a fan of, but do you know the Star Wars movies? Oh, I, I'm a big fan of Star Wars. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. I, I might everything. have even talked about this. But yeah. it's like, what is it? I think it's episode three. That's mm-hmm. where Anakin becomes Darth Vader, right? I believe so. So you just so are, well, which order are we going? Like the original order or the real order? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I'm just I'm just joking. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. So like, when he becomes our Vader, all right, huh? Yeah. So when yeah. he like you just described that exact thing, right? So when he sees Padme, like in his that's dream, right. So he sees Padme like dying from childbirth, mm-hmm. and yeah. so he sees he says like I have to change this from happening, but yeah. he's acting out of fear. And he's acting at, I'm actually getting a lot of chills right now. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah, a lot. So it's like, yeah, it's a lot. Um, and this is exactly what we're describing is like, we foresee something, whether you're a seer or just your intuition or your mind or ego, whatever, something bad could happen. But then it's like, like oh, I don't want that to happen. So what actually happens spoiler alert but i imagine all, a lot of you have seen it or sure. it's been two decades so hopefully you've seen it <laughs> where it's like he actually that's how he becomes darth vader right that's how he goes to the dark side is because of his fear yeah. is because he will do anything to ensure that the mother of his child doesn't die and so he goes to the dark side to make sure that he keeps her alive but in, then he loses himself and yeah. because he was afraid of losing something but he actually create and what actually happened is he's the one that hurt her that made the baby. I mean, she's, she died because of it. And so it's just creating the exact thing that he doesn't want to have happen because he's acting from a place of fear. Exactly. So his visions were forewarning him of not to allow the fear to take over and that he was going to be the cause to that. You know, he even, you know, did perfect things like, you know, um, he killed, you know, younglings, right? In the, yep. in the episodes. So understanding that, that that fear can be that controlling. So I love that example. Thank you for giving me that example. Yeah. I often reference my life to Star Wars. So that's, that's awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like very real, right? It's like, mm-hmm. that's obviously a story that we can all relate to. But mm-hmm. even just like that promotion thing, you know, or like, mm-hmm. even like you think of your relationships, like I'm afraid to speak this truth. Well, what happens? is like the exact thing you don't want, right? It's creating a disconnect in your relationship because you're not sharing your truth. 
And because you're afraid of a negative consequence or that they'll reject you or they won't accept you anymore, they'll judge you. But therefore you create that distance that you didn't want to have happen anyway, because there's this energetic barrier between you. So like just you have that story and also just like that micro example that we all deal with every single day. Yeah, so important what you said, because we're constantly um, acting upon or deciding upon whether we're going to, you know, go with that fear or not fear because when I work with people they'll bring up sometimes like yeah their fear of also say rejection within the relationship and maybe like one partner is awake and the other partner is not awake so then the one that's awake has to play like this double life kind of double agent kind of life right like where they could only be one way when they're the partner is not looking at them or in their you know in their in the room and then you know they 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 could be free when they're not in the room but exactly the whole time they're running away and they're they're running away from it versus facing it on yes. and that's, i think that's something really really big for this year that we are not um say being ignorant or um kind of uh not facing some of these things that are that are obviously there and have been there. So I feel that this year, this is the year of the dragon is so powerful. Mm. It's going to bring a lot of that to the people of earth where they, and I also realized, you know, how, why this, you know, interview is so important because um, we need to hear this um, now because we need to do this work. And because if we do this work now, then this energy that is roaring through 2024, the year of the dragon chinese dragon astrology i don't know if you know that but um as the dragon is roaring through we will learn how to ride the dragon energy versus like kind of like falling off the dragon hanging on and uh, getting hit like everywhere ah! <laughs> um you know because we're like barely hanging on to the dragon so yeah i love that Mm-hmm. And I think that's just, man, this is another great example, right? Of like, it's not slaying the dragon. It's actually riding the dragon. Absolutely. Right. And like, it's, again, it's just the contradictory thing of like, this dragon's going to eat me. It's like, actually, it is you. Like, it wants to like, create with you. Yeah. And so the things that you're avoiding, the things that you're resistant to have so much to teach you and they're actually gifts. And it's, I mean, of course, it sounds easy, like, just to talk about it. It's like, yeah, it's scary and it's it can be difficult, but it's like that's the whole point of <laughs> like of you you chose to came you chose to came you cho- you chose to come to earth at this time for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it's like own that. Like that's who you are. You came to do it. So like let's go. That's right. Beautiful. You are the dragon. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I like Not that. fear the dragon if you are the dragon <laughs> then you fear yourself. <laughs> yeah yeah I like well, that yeah um it's absolutely just incredible thank you everyone for the comments so far um someone said great conversation ben nails it love fear well um someone else said um you must do the thing you think you cannot do eleanor roosevelt and someone else said loving you too and the conversations <laughs> veluvia which means uh star child actually taught us means i love you in the original lumerian language means i love you yeah (laughs) Uh, and someone said anakin yes he created the timeline from fear that's right it's crazy huh 
So I think um, there's so many um, examples for us to live by that. But if you think about like, if you look around the world and you see everything that's going on and all this like chaos and like, you know, they're trying to make war here. They're, you know, uh, trying to like all these things like, oh, buy gold and the, you know, it's gonna crash and you're not gonna have any food. And, yeah. and it's like, you know, like everybody's on this like, um, you know, fight or flight kind of like, and it's, it's all of that is linked to just trying to cause fear in you yeah. because if you don't feed them the fear, then their negative timelines don't work. So they need your fear to power it up. Yes, so. because they're afraid too. And I think that's what people don't realize is that it's not like, and so I think this is to another conversation that, you know, I'll be honest, like I used to just be like, I felt like, a, I'll be honest, I felt like a victim, right? To the people in power and uh, how dare they try and like put me in fear and da, 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 da. But it's like, then I learned some more, had more life experience and like started to talk to some of those people even. And then I realized that, whoa, they're actually really afraid. They're, they don't even know, like, of course some people know, but a lot of them don't even know, like they're just controlled by their fear. They're controlled. They don't, they don't want to lose their power. They don't want to lose their status. Right. And it's like, all they know is like, this feels mm -hmm. safe to me. This, even if it's control and manipulation and straight up just like evil is like to them, like they are afraid. And so it's like, I think we can start to have, yeah, like a bit more understanding for why that happens. doesn't make it right or ideal, but to know that it's like, again, like if you fight that with more fear is like, that'll probably create more of that for them. And so like what you you said, right? Of like, well, how can you just completely exit that? Of like, choose something completely different. And like, that's to me, like how we become free is not like, like some people I believe are meant to fight it, you know, like that's their calling. But I imagine for a lot of us, it's like, um, like what we're doing here is like freeing individuals. And it's like, I feel, and I get there's the balance with the systemic stuff too but how instead of trying to you know fight it with more fear how can you maybe change that aspect of meeting it with more love I don't know exactly what that would look like for everyone individually but for me once I realized that people was like all oh, these people are just afraid it just made a lot more sense to me and I actually had compassion for these people and then it like broke that link between me and them is what I felt like it's because I was no longer like feeling abused by them yeah is that because I was I just was able to be like oh like they're afraid I'm afraid we're the same just yeah. different and so maybe that can for whatever reason don't know why I mentioned that but there you go <laughs> I think it's so important that you mentioned that because um ultimately that is um when we reach out to these entities, right, whether um, sometimes we find entities stuck in people's bodies and their auras and in a past life, you know, just attach these parasites and bugs. That's that's what actually is keeping them there. They're afraid. Yes. And whenever you talk to them and you tell them, well, you know, I want to assist you. I want to help you, you know, find that light within you and spread, spread that light so you can become free. But they're like, I, well, I, it, you know, they're like afraid they're like but how's that gonna feel or what what's gonna happen to me or you know they ask questions that are fear oriented and 
ultimately they're used to being say stuck in a space where it's really where it's dense enough for them to be there and whether that's pain trauma fear and so on and they're familiar to that so they're afraid of an unfamiliar situation you know something unfamiliar a change like you know because they're so used to doing that like those entities so um yeah but I know we didn't introduce ourselves, you know, like um, I'm re- go to my risingphoenixaurora.com, we just kind of like dove in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also want to say strongly that we don't consent to any fear um, to mm-hmm. it. I mean, yeah, no fear, but any haters or trolls, keep it, don't even bother. Like I always say, keep your entities yourself. No, thank you. I'm <laughs> not playing that game with anyone. So um, don't hate or troll comments. Um, yeah, so I always have to say that. And now, um, yeah. So just uh, that is so beautiful. I love all that you're saying. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, even just what you said, right, of like in your work, it's like these things that are seemingly hurting us. And we are like, oh, like, why are they hurting us? Why are they doing it to us? It's like, because they're afraid. That's all they know. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't want to leave that because what you said is like, that's what they're familiar. That's their normal. And like, that's what we just relate back to us is like. So many of us don't realize that we actually have a fear of feeling good. We have a fear of getting everything we desire. It's like you actually feel safe with being miserable. You feel safe because that's what you know. So if you've grown up in a life of chaos, pain, trauma, fear, whatever the thing is, that becomes your normal. And so it's like it seems it seems completely backwards. Like when I tell people, it's like you have a fear of success or you have a fear of getting the thing that you want and people are like no like I want it I'm like well of course you want it but there's a part of you that doesn't want it there's a part of you that's resisting it and that's pushing it away and that's actually afraid of it because it's unfamiliar so just like those entities in us right is like we, like that's who we are is like just the fear of change or the fear of unknown is like if it's different then we're afraid of it and so it's like even if we were to get everything we want just because it's different just because we've never dealt with that before, even if it's more money, more love, more success, more peace, whatever it is, is like you will subconsciously push those things away because they are unfamiliar to you. And anything that's unfamiliar is unpredictable. And what your mind registers that as as a threat, which is triggers the fear response, being which triggers, which is just our survival response. And so we push those things away that we say that we want. And so that's just important for all of us to know, like that's some of the most helpful things that, you know, I've been able to dive people dive into people with is like knowing the fear of success and the fear of failure. And of course there's many in between that, but those are just two concepts that we can logically understand like the polarity. And what I see a lot of people get stuck in is like, well, I have a fear of failure because of course failure sucks. Like no one wants to like fail. That doesn't feel good because that's painful. So people will do just enough to not fail but then they're also afraid of success too. And so they get stuck in this like no man's land in this. What's I'm thinking of the spiritual term, like when someone passes on with the, the in-between or something, you know, it's like people get stuck in this, like, well, I'm doing just enough not to fail, but it doesn't, it feels like something is still just like missing. Like you're not fully alive because you're not. Like you're still letting fear win. Like you're still doing just enough. That's acceptable. So people don't think you're a failure, but you're not fully accepting your full calling that you're meant to be like speaking your full truth, owning your full power and sharing your gifts with the world. 
because that's scary because haters and trolls might come you know and all the other things that you don't want don't want with success but it's like so just why i speak about that is because you do have so many multiple forces and that's why fear can be so overwhelming and people you know we think it's like it just feels like where i'm I want to wait for my stress to go away. But ironically, it's probably opposite of like, you're actually, it's probably going to require extra stress for you to actually do something because people change when the pain becomes so much worse than their actual fear. Once the pain is greater than the fear, then you'll probably actually change. So it's like more, like less stress isn't going to, you know, help you change or accept your calling or do the thing that you want to do and share your God-given gift. It's like, it's now like it sounds oversimplified, but it's true. It's just, it's a decision. It really just is comes down to like, I choose love over fear. Like what would love do? What is the most loving response? What would, how would I feel? What would I do if, you know, fear wasn't stopping me? And that's what you do every time. Beautiful. Uh, I love the way that you explained everything. And um, yeah, you could tell that you've really been, um, you know, say tackling alchemizing fear. Um, for some time on earth that's incredible and uh fear of being happy that sounds so crazy right but yeah. i run into it all the time too it's like people are like okay but if i'm happy what does that feel like you yeah. know so then they self-sabotage to like not make themselves happy and they don't realize that they're creating all these like obstacles because they don't allow themselves to be happy because they're unfamiliar again with that happiness feeling um and even like I, i've even met people who were looking to clear things from themselves but once they clear these things from themselves right like these densities and traumas right they were afraid of like okay but if i do that then i'm gonna be in control of my life yes and this whole time these you know things that were not really me have been controlling my life but how am i gonna like Am I going to know how to control my own life, like be sovereignly controlled of my own path? And yeah, I've seen people like kind of, you know, sometimes run from that just because they didn't know what to do if they would have control over their own life. Once you're, you're lighter and you don't have these traumas, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's quite incredible, like this topic and how much we could go into. And I want to thank the 70... Um, we have lives uh, about 70 to 60 right now watching. I love you with all that I am. Thank you for being here. And also specifically not feeling, uh, I love what you said about, um, they're just kind of like not living fully, right? You're just like yes. partially living. And it's, and like, mm -hmm. like I, uh -huh. trust me guys, is like, I still like the purpose of life is not to be perfect, right? But it's like, I still, snap back into fear and it's like I continuously practice over and over and over again and it's like even just the story in my business I realized that like why don't I want to be as successful as I want to be oh because I believe there's a part of me based on how how I grew up was based on a codependent you know relationship is that like I needed to be drained in order to be loved and accepted and so it's like even though and this is I imagine a lot of healer stories of like being used right and abused and so i was like i equated more success to like i just couldn't do it is because it's like i'm already drained like why would i want more pain and more responsibility 
And so until I like dove into that story, I'm like, I was like, oh, like, it's not like, it's what I do with what I already have, if that makes sense. And so it's like, you know, choosing myself and choosing love and like, you know, creating boundaries and like redefining what my responsibility is, is like not overgiving and not abandoning abandoning myself to help other people is like coming back into my truth is, you know, like that's just a recent story. So I just want to like share that just to know it's like, like we're all dealing with it all the time. It's like we're human and it's, so it's not to make fear wrong. It's how I view it as like fear is an invitation to my next level of expansion. So if I feel fear, because like, if I'm afraid to share my truth to my partner, then that's probably what I need to do, right? Is because I'm afraid of being hurt or rejected or whatever the reason may be. And so it's like, just as simple as it is, like, what would love do? And I even had an example yesterday with like, just to show you guys, like how normal it is, like with a client that was like, yes, I'm ready to do it. Like, send me the invoice. And then they said, no, I can't do it. Like, it's too overwhelming. And so my initial response was like, "Mm, like, okay, fine. Like, I, because that's like my hurt victim side of like, "Mm, fine, then like, like, I was tempted to just like, be bitter, you know, I'm like, fine, like you committed, but you're backing out. So I'm going to distance myself and push you away, which I'm sure we can all resonate in relationships that we've been that way, right? But it's like, I sat with it. And then I decided to respond differently. And it actually went really, really well. And it's like, regardless of the outcome, like, I want to make sure that I'm doing my part. And to me, that's what freedom is, is like, regardless of the outcome, like, I truly know I'm free when I take that responsibility. And to choose love. And like, and I just know the difference of like, what it feels like to be living in love and be living in fear and love is, <laughs> is much better. It's just free and in light uh, and true and alive. That's like kind of what we talked about, right? Of like mm-hmm. not being in that in-between state of just like, nah, like, and I know you guys probably know what I'm talking about, right? It's just like, I'm like here, but I'm really not here. Like, I'm not like, there's something just like missing. And it's like, cause you're not fully alive. And like fierce, even if you're not like a, even if you wouldn't classify yourself as like, oh, I'm a fearful person. Trust me. Like we all are. If you have a pulse, you feel fear <laughs> and that's okay. It's like, it's part of being a human. And the more we can alchemize and, and love it, like we're healing past and future generations like it's not just us either absolutely yeah all right i love that and it goes back to um to that fear of of for those who feel like okay what am i going to do once i am in control and all these outside things are not in control of my life it feels good (laughs) Mm -hmm. it feels good to walk with love to embody love to feel love to be the love for love to be your compass and um to operate all in love i always tell people anybody i work with that i cannot work with you unless you really are in no inverted self-gain or love for the collective everything i do is in love for the collective 
and that what's that's what brings people to me because they know that they're in a space of love so if you learn how to do that for yourself and embody love um it's just such an incredible space because then instead of like you know say scientifically like you know you're right you're vibrating to fear and all these like say like dark um dark neurons like dark um, atoms are gonna kind of not neurons um atoms are gonna be you know magnetized to you and it's gonna make you denser and heavier in your toroidal sphere that we talk about it's just gonna get so heavy 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 but if you then um you vibrate oscillate those out and shake them off and then you raise that vibration then you realize that you had wings the whole time and you could have flown away and flow through the through the skies freely without any of those weights chains holding you heavy not being able to fly because mm-hmm. you are the dragon yeah that's right <laughs> you're the dragon that's right, that's right. <laughs> beautiful how are you feeling you want to take some questions we some yeah questions. let's take some questions okay. i'd love to okay awesome all right so let's see uh the first question is um so i think everybody's loving your energy that's cool um so then the first question is um what advice would you give a person to cope with the fear of being judged or accepted mm. man i wish i could see these people but i know we can't because i love to get more context um but like what advice would you give a person to cope with their fear of being judged or accepted i mean my whole work and viewpoint is like you got to get to the core as like there's a reason why you have a fear of being you know judged and like not accepted is like and a lot of these you know beliefs are is like well then I don't matter or that I'm worthless or I don't deserve life or um, I'm unworthy or I'm unlovable, like whatever that is. And so it's so helpful to get like to the core to really understand like what is that thing that is preventing you from fully being yourself? Because what people don't realize, this is kind of on the tone of what we've already talked about of like when you have a fear of being, you know, judged or not accepted or rejected, what you do is actually you form a falsified fake version of yourself in order to be accepted, right? It's like, okay, this is what people like. So I'm going to become this person so I can be loved and accepted. But what you actually do is even if they do accept that fake version of you, you mm-hmm. still don't feel loved and accepted because deep down, you know, it's not who you really are. So you're again, right? Creating the exact same thing that you don't want. And so that's why people are like, man, I've done everything. Like I have the success. I have the money. I feel like I'm trying to make other people happy. Is like, why don't I feel like enough? Why don't I feel accepted? Is like, because you're not fully you. It's like, you're still, even if people love and accept it, they're not really love and accepting the real you. And that's by your doing, right? Is because you're not giving people a chance to accept you. So my advice or offering would be to be like, you've got to accept in yourself and love yourself. Like that's what it all comes down to. And it's practice. It's not just like, you know, a magical moment. There can be big magical moments, but it, you know, it takes practice from those awakening times. It's like, you've got to learn to love and accept yourself. Faults, scars, traumas, hurts, and the good things, right? Of Or the good things of joy and abundance and expansion. Because in this work, we tend to, you know, focus on the dark side of things. But also, if it's like, 
if you're resisting an emotion of shame, for example, um, then you're also resisting the polar opposite, which could be pride, right? Feeling proud of yourself, which is just loving yourself essentially. So it's not just you're resisting the painful things, is you're also resisting the powerful joy and loving feelings as well. So I would say, how can you get to a place of loving yourself fully, like regardless of the outcome? And I know, you know, that takes practice and time and all the things. But to me, that's just like the core of it is like the fear of being judged and accepted is going to come down to you accepting yourself and loving yourself, period. And like, if anyone here, like if you feel called to, I have a course it's called Fear Alchemy. So I guide you into like step by step. And in the course, I show you the 10 foundational fears that we all deal with as humans. Mm -hmm. And I give you prompts, I give you exercises. And it's like, I walk you step by step into like going into the core of what that means for you. And then I give you steps of how to alchemize that fear. Because like what we've discussed in this whole conversation is the more you avoid the thing is the more fearful you become. So you've got to go through it. You can't go around it. You can't pretend that it's not there. You have to go through it. An example that I used recently that someone really liked is like, it's like watching someone swim and you're on like, you know, like a chair sun tanning. You're like, oh, like, that's nice. Like I can imagine what swimming is like, but in order, you have to literally go through it yourself. You have to swim yourself. You have to dive in in order to know what that feels like. So, so many people can conceptually understand these things. You can watch YouTube, you can do all the courses, you can listen to podcasts, you can read the books, but ultimately it's like, you have to do it. Like you, that's where that responsibility and accountability comes in. And like, you got to do it. Like you've got to do the thing. You can't just conceptually intellectualize it is you have to go through it like experientially. So if you feel called to do that, like anyone here, just, I mean, go follow me on Instagram. I'm at the fear guy. I have a podcast. It's called the fear alchemist. Um, just, yeah, like you can Google me, the fear guy, find all the things. And even if you just want to shoot me a DM on Instagram or whatever, it's like, I just, yeah, my mission is to help as many people, you know, be free and love their fear as possible. So I know there's probably more questions and I just got really pumped and amped on that, but it's just a really important piece yeah. of like, the same thing with what Aurora said about the kids and parents. I get a lot of parents say like, how do I help my kids become less fearful? I'm like, you have to become less fearful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. right. Like that's the thing, like they're learning from you. And so it's like, you've got to do the work and dive into the places you don't want to go to. And the second thing I would just tell them is like, let your kids know it's okay to be afraid. Like they're that's again, right. Is like that example you gave earlier, Aurora of like, Oh, like it's, it's just so overpowering and overwhelming and so scary and just like convincing it's, you know, it's using our biology against us. And so just to know that it's okay to feel that and to start normalizing it will allow you to accept it. And that will actually help you be less fearful and step into the more loving frequency and empowered state. Yes. Beautiful. Well, because ultimately when you're um, feeling fear, you're just really reading the energy. So fear is alerting you that there's danger of some kind of danger. Yep. So that's, that's, I mean, that's what's happening. Your body is telling you, um, you know, be cautious, you know, um, you know, stand in your heart, 
you know, something is trying to affect your field or, you know, try to infringe upon you. So ultimately fear should be used in a form where you're using it instead to as a positivity Yes. In, in, instead, because uh, a lot of work that I do because of what I assist people with, sometimes I'm in situations where, you know, not, uh, sometimes, you know, um, I won't go into them, but there's some dark forces out there. <laughs> and yeah. so I could choose to go into fear or I could yep. stand in my power instead, alchemize the fear. But the fear is what originally alert me, like something is off. Um, Aurora shields up become sharp, strong, standing your power, start right. scanning and looking to see what is off in the space that is causing the the initial reading of the fear. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Do you have more questions? Yes, yes. Um and then um I mean you've done some good work on yourself, right Ben? Oh, I mean, uh, you had an aura <laughs> regression? Yeah, you got an you had an aura regression, yeah, right? Yeah, two and a half years ago. ago. Yeah, so it's definitely um, cool. Um, you know, sometimes we also need like, well, you know, I have uh, several courses that I teach and retreats and workshops. And sometimes we need like that. We need that step by step to help us yeah. walk, walk us through it out, you know, into what more into our empowerment. So that's awesome. Thank you. Um, and then someone says how to navigate, how to navigate fear of surrender. I mean, that's kind of funny, right? Because, well, not a funny question. I appreciate the question, but it's an ironic question. Yes. Because it's like, well, how do I navigate the fear of surrender? It's like, well, you surrender. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Like the same thing we've been talking about is like the exact thing that you have a fear of surrendering, of letting go of control is basically what you're saying is the root of that is because you don't trust yourself or you don't trust life or you don't trust God. So it's like, you've got to understand those deep roots. And like, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to like go do ayahuasca and like learn how to surrender as like, it can just be a little moment, you know, of just like, how can I just even just tap into this little energy of like, I'm surrendering to like this moment, like just those micro moments. Like sometimes we think it has to be so big. It's like, what's well, just a micro moment? Like right now in the present It's like, I imagine you're not trying to control this conversation because you can't right. Of like what, of what we're talking about and what, what we're going to say. And so, and just another logical thing that's helped me surrender is like, it's literally impossible for me to control. It's impossible. And so it's like, just logically, logic always helps me because I'm a logical person as we all are. But like, it's just knowing it's like, it's literally impossible for me to control anything besides myself. And so it's like, it's a false errand it's you're wasting your energy and i'll say it's a distraction like you want to talk about dark forces it's like it's a distraction it's taking you off your path so it's like if you can really he's got to tap into your divinity and like knowing that you're a you're a part of it like what we were saying like you are the dragon you're not separate from life you are life so once once you know that it becomes a lot easier to surrender because you know it's you're not separate from the thing that's surrendering or flowing or changing yeah thank you i love the way you explained it um yeah (laughs) surrendering to the fear is is 
big like how do you surrender or even surrendering period because <laughs> there's so and many like, things that come up to, to black well, and it's like because even how <laughs> that's contradictory to the word surrender right it's like because mm -hmm. that's the mind how is like how do i do it it's like you can't i can't teach someone how to surrender it's like that's something that you just do like once you decide to do it so yeah, I think it, it, we really surrender is a letting go and um, releasing, letting go of of what's blocking, just kind of flowing, right? Like floating, like in that water, like you, maybe instead of swimming, just kind of floating, right, upside down. Mm -hmm. um, but the uh, one of the biggest things to that is trust, because I mean, if you trust yourself and you trust your team, yep. and even if a situation is not going exactly how you want it to go, you can step back and say. I'm not doing this. I'm I'm not going into fear. I'm not like, you know, self-sabotaging. I'm just not doing this because I trust. I trust myself, who is yep. my I'm higher self, right? Um, source exists within me. And I absolutely trust source, love light. And I know source, love light has me in all ways and will never, never let me fail. So long as I'm, you know, making the most organic choices, that mm -hmm. is right. And, um, and you're not harming anyone. But yeah, source is going to assist you. So you cannot control, you must flow. Ooh, did I, did yeah, I so rhyme? Oh, that, was kind of, that was kind of a I rhyme. Don't. You can't <laughs> control, you just gotta let go, you know? <laughs> Tap into your soul, let's go. <laughs> nice, we can make a rap song, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> how you doing you you gotta go like and we can do a couple more questions yeah yeah okay yeah um so then someone else is asking there's a fear that if you have happiness you will attract envy and criticism oh it's true <laughs> that is good yeah like is that a question or like a comment um there's... they're putting questions i mean but it could be a question too there's it a fear it feels that like if... a comment but yeah <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, that's yeah. like a fear of success, right? Is like, yeah. um, one of the problems that I have people do, and this is one of the, actually have this as a free masterclass is like, because so many people, like we said, is like, they don't realize that they actually are resisting the thing that they want. So one of my favorite prompts to do is, I can't be successful because blank. So it's like, I can't be successful because envy, right? I can't be successful because criticism. And so then at least, of course, there's more steps after that to alchemize that, but at least you will start to have the awareness of like, oh, like I didn't even realize that there was this like iceberg underneath the water of this is probably why I'm self-sabotaging. This is why I'm not getting the things that I say that I want is because the truth is that you don't get what you want. You get what you feel safe with. And I don't feel safe with criticism. I don't feel safe <laughs> with envy. And so you have to, you know, do the work to like, accept those things that are again out of your control and knowing that usually we're afraid of those things because then it means something about us it's like i used to be so afraid of you know comments online and that for sure i've had some trigger me a lot because i and because what it triggered was a belief that i still believed that people don't care about me and so i had to do the work in order kind of like what someone mentioned earlier of like how do i you know, work, feel accepted. It's like, I had to accept me. And now it's like, I mean, 
it's not like I'm I'm not like, yeah, send me all the mean comments, like woohoo, it's like give me I don't want that. But it's like if it happens, it doesn't sting nearly as much because it's like I no longer believe that anymore. Yeah. And so it's like you're afraid of those things because it triggers something that feels true to you. But mm -hmm. those triggers are a gift because it allows you to dig those things up that are causing you pain. And so even though you're avoiding the pain, it's like you got to feel that thing in order to heal it. Yes, ultimately, our experience here on Earth is about those polarities, right? The, the yes. organic darkness, the light. And will you allow yourself to to transcend out from um, these dualities? Or will you just kind of like skip around and talk about everything's love, everything's love? Or will you face these situations because um if you don't face them they're going to accumulate and they're going to magnetize and magnetize and magnetize so they become like a volcano and they're just going to be really at that point it can be very distracting in your life so ultimately the goal is to be very act action oriented in the now in the now and it's like oh my god all that right we, we always hear about it like we worry about the future oh my god what if i can't do this what if what if what if, what if? And it's like, but wait a minute. So, but in the now you're creating that energy. So yeah. if you don't want that to happen, then you need to really concentrate in the now um, where it is actually happening, where the energy is really creating for tomorrow, yes. you can say. And just that constant cycle that happens where we are in the now creating tomorrow. Tomorrow we're creating the, the next tomorrow. Um, I yeah. I could just go on and on, but I'm gonna let you talk because I mean, people hear me talking all the time. Thanks, I'm Rob, loving this. It. I'm loving this. Um, so yeah, let me know. You got. You got let's do a couple more. Let's do it. More? We're okay. here. All right. So let's see. Um, someone's asking, um, how to help with someone has fear of success and becoming too busy as a result. <laughs> cool. No, I mean, love I really question. I love that question because, right, you know, right. yeah, so you get busy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like kind of what I mentioned earlier, right? Is like a couple years ago, this came into my awareness. I'm like, why am I not successful as I want to be? It's like, oh, I'm resistant to more responsibility to doing work, right? Is like, because more work essentially means more pain, right? Or it, just more energy has to be expended as like, and our body wants to conserve energy at all costs because we might need it later because we might need to survive. So just like biologically is like, that's why we procrastinate. Like people think like, why you procrastinate isn't because you're lazy or undisciplined. It's actually because you're afraid of a negative outcome. Does that make sense? And so it's like, mm -hmm. it's not a lack of, of course, it's like it comes down to choice and willpower. But it's not like the shameful, I'm lazy, I just can't do it. And like, I'm undisciplined is like, no, you, the reason you're actually procrastinating is because you're trying to avoid something bad happening. That's why you can't start or finish the thing that you're the dream project, the goal, the, you know, vision that you have. So with me, I kind of shared this earlier, but mm -hmm. um, like how to help someone who has a fear of success and becoming too busy is like, yeah, I thought I was like, I'm going to lose my lifestyle. And that would, those were just like all surface things. And then I shared the story earlier of like, but I realized, oh, it's so much deeper than that. It's like, to me, I believe that my worth is equivalent to me basically being drained, to me being like sucked dry. And so like, it's not just like, 
being busy, like, yeah, for sure, that's part of it. But there's something much deeper that wants to be addressed. And for me, it was like, like, I believe that I have to be, you know, someone's like, someone has to leech on me, you know, and that's why I would go over on client sessions. Like, you know, that's not because like, I've truly wanted to is because I felt like I had to. So simultaneously, right, I was, oh, I was already taking time and freedom away from me. And so it's like, again, it's like this contradic contradictory, self-imposing, self-fulfilling prophecy of like, I'm afraid of being busy. So I'm actually going to create that, like what Aurora just said of, well, it's not something that's in the future. It's actually happening now. And so it comes back to your freedom and responsibility of like, what is it that you're actually avoiding? Like, what's the deep down thing? Um, and I, I'd give you a tip of like, I can't be successful because why? And then after you make a list of, you know, five or 10 things or maybe more, I would just ask because why at least five times. So it's like, I'm afraid of being busy because why? Because um, like, I'm trying to think like someone one time it was, they weren't fully accepting their business. And by digging and asking questions, it actually wasn't anything about the business. It was actually about their marriage that they didn't want to outshine their husband and that they were afraid of that. They were afraid that if they got too busy and too much success, that their husband wouldn't like them anymore and would leave them. And ultimately it's like, I'm always left. No one cares about me. I'm unlovable. So like, you can see, you got to like dig deep to realize like, what's the actual fear that's like really the the anchor point. Cause you can kind of like snip up here, but it's like weeds, you know, it's like you chop it and then it just grows back, it grows back, it grows back. You gotta get to the roots and then that will like truly set you free. Yes, um, you know, I like to think I'm and a master at busyness because <laughs> people often ask me like, how do you do it all? or constantly videos, right? I do sessions, I do courses, I do retreats, I do workshops. It's just, um, I'm doing a lot. I'm very organized, you all, very organized. On this day, I do this. On Monday, I yeah. do this. On Tuesdays, I do an aura session. On Sundays, I do my classes. So it's just like structure. And then I understand too. So then, and then, you know, once I'm done with all like the classes, the courses and the, and, and the sessions, then in the evening, that's time for family. But also I am still working because I, since I am running my own business and I am my own, you know, I, I run it all. And my beautiful husband helps me though too. And um, even then I, I know that I cannot complete say one project in one evening because I would keep myself up to like four or five in the morning <laughs> and I got to be up at seven in the morning. So I was talking to a beautiful a divine masculine this week when I was doing a reading with him and he was talking about that, like how, how when he starts something, um, he has to complete it in that moment. Yeah. So then I know surrendering that. <laughs> to the fact that yes, um, no matter what, don't be fearful of your busyness because what is meant to happen will happen in that day. What is meant to be accomplished will be divinely accomplished and only things can be accomplished within divine timing. And it's same what Ben is saying, we are not in control. 
we can't control when we control we restrain we stop we slow down we have to flow so then there's no control if you're allowing for it to flow you understand yeah i like that and like and why you probably have those that structure is important because i think sometimes in the spiritual world we can get lost in just like the, the yeah. floatiness but it's like though that structure and those boundaries are supporting you like they're keeping you safe and like and that it's just like i used to lack that because i was afraid of losing my freedom but it actually created the opposite it created more chaos which is not freedom so it's like it's important to have you can have both right freedom and structure like they can coexist based on what you personally prefer yes how about we take one more question let's do it yeah. okay um and then um someone wants to know thank you that's beautiful explained. and then um someone wants to know how do you discern if it's fear that's holding you back from creating something or if it's not if it's just not deeply resonating yeah i mean that's a good point right kind of like fear versus intuition and like mm -hmm. i actually have a whole free training on that too of like fear versus intuition like how to make empowered decisions so you guys can go check out that if you want but it's like fear is you know chaotic it's like what we just said like even just in the moment of like oh like i have to finish it because if i don't finish it then i'm never going to be here again it's it's anxious you know it's heavy it's dense it's confusing and overwhelming um and it's like you know love is just very just and truth is just like you know it like right it just even if it hurts it's like it just like it lands and there's almost like an awe, a pause. Um, it's oftentimes quiet. Um, but the question was like, how do you discern if it's fear that's holding you back from creating something or if it's just not deeply resonating? Yeah. You Okay. So I, I'm just going to guess that this person, you know, is creating an offer or creating a business or something like that. And most likely it's fear from holding you back because if you're not doing something that you want to be doing, then it's fear. But I will say is like, you could be distracting yourself from doing the thing that you actually want to be doing. And I've done this before too, of like, I've created offers that I feel like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to do it. But it wasn't, I was avoiding doing something that I actually wanted to do, if that makes sense. So it doesn't have to be like either, or it doesn't have to be like completely fear and lies or truth and love. It could actually be jumbled in there. So it's like, I could just be, like it could be a half truth and that's, you know, what can be so sneaky about fear is like, it might be half true or partially true. And so it can, you know, self-sabotage you in that way. Um, but like, what I like to do is just ask myself yes or no questions. Like, you know, years ago when I decided to do fear coaching, I completely pivoted my business that I had at the time, not related to fear coaching at all. And I just was in a meditation, you know, and I tapped, to, tapped into my guides and I just said, am I on the right track? Yes or no. And like, I just immediately got like blown up. Like I was like, whoa, it was just like expansive and free and light. And I'm like, of course, there was lots of fear that happened after that, right? It's like, well, who am I to meant to be doing this? Like, what if it doesn't work? Like all the what ifs, but that moment was true. Right. That moment, that yes, was that was my soul speaking through me. And that's my heart. And that's how, you know. But of course, we can get distracted and confuse ourselves. So that's hopefully helps you, you know, identify what is truth versus fear. Exactly. Beautifully um, explained. It's ultimately, too, it's like that first answer that you got 
is most likely most accurate and yeah. <laughs> when we start asking like oh did i get it right and then you start getting like you know other 10 other answers to that um so it's really again that trust within yourself and your team and then i would i would like to answer that question so how do you discern if fear is fear is holding you back or you you know or is it you're just not resonating so I would feel out the question, just like Ben explained it, because I often do that. Um, it would always do that, yes or no, yes or no. Mm -hmm. um, so feel it out, okay? And after, if, and the, the way you want to feel it out is, is you really want to feel it in your body, in your heart, your energy. How does it? How does it make you feel? What you're trying to decide. So. But first, you have to start off in a vibration where you're free flowing and you're taking those deep breaths and you're surrendering and you're let, allowing, you know, the air that the oxygen is going into your brain, you know, activate those neurons that are going to give you those answers. And then once you really feel yourself in your highest vibration, don't ask sometimes if you're in low vibration because you're going to get some crazy answers. <laughs> you have to vibrate yourself high enough to get the right answer, to get the, say, the most highest vibrational answer for you because then ultimately that's going to be the clearest, not the one that's, you know, um, carried with mistrust within yourself and, and so on. So how does that feel? And ultimately, again, love. How does that feel in your love, in your heart? and um so is it fear that's holding you back and you know what fear feels like right yeah you, you know what fear feels like at the end you know what love feels like yep. right so i mean it's quite simple right if you think about it that way so if you're asking a question about a decision then does it feel like fear and or does it feel like the love right and then yeah yeah i love that aurora and it's also sometimes like are you running from something or are you going towards something Mm -hmm. right is like am i not doing something because i'm trying to avoid a truth or an outcome like or am i going toward something right and that's usually the heart it's like leaning in not like going away yeah and i think um back to that question someone said thanks for the insight uh, they said their corporate life was exhausting lots of overtime responsibilities resulting in adrenal glands being depleted i yeah i know and i know what that 3d you know job was like i did it you know as well for decades and uh yeah i we understand we feel you um yeah. so, yeah, creating that experience right within workflow where you're in a work position where it's free flowing and not restricting. Right? Yeah, and it's like, and, yeah, of course, like your, you know, your mind is just our bodies are uh, memories of the past, right? Like, past pain informs future fear. So it's like, if my corporate life I was so busy and depleted, of course your body and mind are going to be like, I'm not going to go back back there because all it knows is just more responsibility, more time, more busyness equals depletion equals pain. So of course you don't want to be there. But now you're a new human, you can choose differently and create something that you actually want. Beautiful. So we have lots of beautiful uh, comments. Thank you, everyone. We love you. And I, I want to conclude it with one final question for you, um, Ben. Yeah, let's do it. Why, why do you do this? What Ooh. triggered you into coming into, why, why would you tackle something so dense and heavy? <laughs> why? <laughs> Oh, that's a good question. Well, simply put, it's because who I am. 
right is i feel like it's a mutual of it's who i am and there's no choice but it's actually like i choose it at the same time right so it's like because sometimes i feel like we have no choice and that feels like an obligation and dense but coming into choosing it is different right because that's that sovereignty that's that responsibility that i'm accepting this um so it's who i am but ultimately it's like i love it like i really do like i can talk about fear and dive into it all day for, like if you were to look at how i'm designed and i've had different sessions and all these things and it's my gift so it's like for whatever reason i chose this and i was put on earth to tackle something so dense and heavy that actually doesn't feel so dense and heavy to me so like i'm able to hold it with lightness like whenever anyone steps into a session or everyone steps into one of my group coaching containers it's like i'm not like yes i'm giving you tools and like tactics and education and things like that but the energy is what's different because it's a safe energy for fear to be heard and to be seen and to be explored and to be felt. And that's, what's different. So it's like, yeah, like I love it. Like it, I never get sick of it. And it feels like a, like a puzzle that I'm always solving because there's infinite, like, you know, there's billions of people on this planet. And so there's billions of expressions of fear. And so I get to work with people and see, it's like, whoa, like, this is what it feels like for you. And it just, yeah, it never gets old. And it feels like I've just seen what people can do once they alchemize their fear. It's, they become who they're meant to be. They, everything in their life changes is so much better. And so everything in my being is telling me and pointing me towards this. Love that. Thank you for explaining that. I mean, uh, in, in many forms, this is what I do as well. And it's just so beautiful how we're doing it in our own, um, you know, unique ways, but yet ultimately still tacking fear. Like, you know, so you hear so much in the spiritual community, like, oh, that's fear base, yeah. especially before COVID. Actually, people would always be like, oh, it's a fear base, you know, like, or it was just some things that are, that are so ridiculous. Um, oh, they don't want to, but classifying something that is not safe fear base is the actual fear that's stopping you from tackling the fear-based um, situation. Like often I would hear, you know, when I first started coming out seven years ago, um, I would teach people how to use their love and then to basically use force fields to filter out so that you could read and tap into yourself, right? To heart discern, to follow your heart versus your mind and ego and stuff. And people classified that as, as being fear-based because you think that you have to sh shield and it was just so like twisted in the ways that they would state it. So being very hard discerning and what people we might be uh, allowing to listen to or that they're, they're twisting it into fear-based and um, it's not fear-based. So yeah, being very cautious with that because that in itself is, is fearful. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like kind of how I introduced myself at the beginning was like, people are like, why are you focusing on fear? Isn't that so fear-based? I'm like, no, you actually have it the opposite. It's actually love-based. Exactly. And drop so, the mic. yeah, drop the mic. <laughs> awesome. Well, had so much fun. Maybe I'll see you in the Thank future, you. you know, sometime in the future. But wow, what an incredible time. Thank you for being here. Thank you for everyone who participated. Thank you for all the questions. And we um, I think it's so important that what we did today was so important because, OK, you all know what I talk about, you know, known as a spiritual revolutionist. We talk about 
every, you know, as many densities as we can on earth, but then we have our everyday life, right? Like what's holding us back um, in our work, in our romance, uh, yeah. beautiful brother, Ben Harris here talked about so much beauty and he was uh, so diverse in what he expressed of the different fears that are holding us back. So in order to really start like really welcome, like transmuting those inverted timelines that we um, constantly are working through, we first need to work on ourselves and our everyday life and and to be able to get past our own fears to assist the collective enough to then assist the collective to get past their own fears. So thank you. Um, I think this was so important in this time of space. So thank you for being here and being the person that has that was delivered these messages over to the collective here. Yeah, you're so welcome. And thank you, Aurora, for having me. And like, thank you all for being here. If you're interested in, you know, jumping into my world, just come follow me, come join the fear guy. Really easy to find. And I'm not so scary. Hopefully you get <laughs> but but that's the but that's the point. So yeah, if you want to dive into your fear, you know where to find me. Awesome. All right. Go to risingphoenixora.com. By the way, I have Reiki for kids, quantum kids. Cool. Angelic Reiki. So we're gonna we're teaching children how to be Reiki healers. So that certification actually just came out um today, which is incredible for me. That's fun. Uh, to assist yeah, the children. And so thank you to those beautiful children who uh, were part of creating these classes and then also the ones that are going to come. So go check that out, you all. We need to teach the children how to you know, face these um, demons, entities, whatever they're sensing, feeling, you know, like, for example, I had a child in one of the, in, in this class asking, you know, they, their teacher has like this, this thing coming out of her, their back and like with arms and stuff. And they're like, how do they deal with a situation like that? When you're seeing your teacher have this like thing coming out of their back as a little kid, you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, so that's Reiki for kids is teaching the children how to protect, but also feel safe and transmute and all that. So it's incredible and in how to heal the world. So go check that out, you all. All right. Thank you, everyone. Join me as Angel Oaks Retreat. There's still some spots available. So incredible there. And I love you all with all that I am. Thank you for being here and um, write your comments, share as far and wide as you can. Thank you. See you next time, you all.